Welcome to Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer. I'm Father Ron Shipley, President of the Anglican Internet Church, Inc. This new series is part of the AIC's continuing celebration of its second decade on the web. These Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer are based on the appointed reading in the list of Psalms and Lessons for the Christian Year in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer, primarily using the first pairing, which always includes a Gospel reading as the second lesson. The second or third pairings of Psalms and Lessons are used in the series only where necessary to avoid repeated reading of the same psalm. These homilies include reading and commentary on the appointed psalm and summary commentary on the first and second lessons. For those listeners not familiar with Anglican liturgies, the text of the Psalter in the 1928 Book of Common Prayers derived from Miles Coverdale's Great Bible of 1539 and not the King James Version. This is because by the time the King James Version was published in 1611 using a new translation based on the Hebrew Masoretic text, the Coverdale translation was so well accepted among the English people who had by then heard it read in services for over 70 years that the prayer book's editors retained the Coverdale text for the Psalter but substituted the 1611 KJV translation for all other scripture. Podcast listeners are encouraged to visit Father Ron's blog page on the website in which I have posted for this podcast an illuminated page of Psalm 68 from the Bohun Psalter and ours. Please note that there is a difference in numbering between Jerome's Vulgate Bible and the version used in the Book of Common Prayer. In the Vulgate version, based on Jerome's 4th century translation, Psalms 8 and Psalm 9 are a single psalm which makes all the psalms from Psalm 10 to 150 off by one number. Psalm 68 is Psalm 67 in the Vulgate version. Coverdale provided a helpful transition between the two systems by including each psalm's opening words in Latin. For more on Whit Sunday, known as Pentecost in most Protestant traditions, watch Episode 1 and Episode 2 in our seasonal video series, Trinity Tide, the Teaching Season. You can also listen to the podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page. The psalm reading for Whit Sunday Pentecost is Psalm 68, a psalm of David, one of the longest psalms with 35 verses. The, its first words in Vulgate Latin are exergat Deus. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him. Like as the smoke vanisheth, so shalt thou drive them away. And like as wax melteth at the fire, so let the ungodly perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad and rejoice before God. Let them also be merry and joyful. O sing unto God and sing praises unto his name. Magnify him that rideth upon the heavens, praise him in his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. He is a father of the fatherless, and defendeth the cause of the widows, even God in his holy habitation. He is the God that maketh men to be of one mind at an house, and bringeth the prisoners out of captivity, but letteth the runagates continue in scarceness. O God, when thou wentest forth before the people, 
when thou wentest through the wilderness. The earth shook, and the heavens dropped at the presence of God, even as Sinai also was moved at the presence of God, who is the God of Israel. Thou, O God, sentest a gracious rain upon thine inheritance, and refreshest when it was weary. Thy congregation shall dwell therein, for thou, O God, hast of thy goodness prepared for the poor. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of women that bare the tidings. Kings with their armies did flee and were discomfited, and they of the household divided the spoil. Though ye have lain among the sheepfolds, yet ye shall be as the wings of a dove that is covered with silver wings and her feathers like gold. When the Almighty scattered the kings for their sake, then were they as white as snow in Solomon. As the hill of Bashan, so is God's hill, even an high hill as the hill of Bashan. Why mock ye so, ye high hills? This is God's hill in which it pleaseth him to dwell. Yea, the Lord will abide in it forever. The chariots of God are twenty thousand, even thousands of angels, and the Lord is among them as in the holy place of Sinai. Thou art gone up on high, thou hast led captivity captive, and received gifts from men, yea, even from thine enemies, that the Lord God might dwell among them. Praised be the Lord daily, even the God who helpeth us and poureth his benefits upon us. He is our God, even the God of whom cometh salvation. God is the Lord by whom we escape death. God shall wound the head of his enemies and the hairy scalp of such as a one as goeth on still in his wickedness. The Lord hath said, I will bring my people again as I did from Bashan. Mine own will I bring again as I did sometime from the deep of the sea. That thy foot may be dipped in the blood of thine enemies and that the tongue of thy dogs may be read through the same. It is well seen, O God, how thou goest, how thou, hast my God and King, goest in the sanctuary. The singers go before, the minstrels follow after, in the midst of the damsels playing with the timbrels. Give thanks unto the, to God the Lord in the congregation, ye that are of the fountain of Israel. There is little Benjamin their ruler, and the princes of Judah their council, the princes of Zebulon and the princes of Naphtali. Thy God hath sent forth strength for thee. Establish the thing, O God, that thou hast wrought in us. For thy temple's sake at Jerusalem, so shall kings bring presents unto thee. Rebuke thou the dragon and the bull, and the leaders of the heathen, so that they humbly bring pieces of silver. Scatter thou the peoples that delight in war. Then shall the princes come out of Egypt, and the Morian's land shall soon stretch out her hands unto God. Sing unto God, O ye kingdoms of the earth. O sing praises unto the Lord, who sitteth in the heavens over all from the beginning. Lo, he doth send out his voice, yea, and that a mighty voice. Ascribe ye the power of God over Israel, 
His worship and his strength is in the clouds. O God, wonderful art thou in thy holy place, even the God of Israel. He will give strength and power unto his people. Blessed be God. Psalm 68 is one of the most Christological psalms and is read in full only three times in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. On Whit Sunday Pentecost, in addition to Whit Sunday, it is read in evening prayer on the first Sunday after Christmas and the eleventh Sunday after Trinity. Psalm 68 echoes with familiar Old Testament themes that can be traced as far back as Moses. In Numbers 10.35, Moses read a verse similar to Psalm 68.1 as the Ark of the Covenant was being lifted up and placed at the head of a column of marchers. According to the interpretation in the Jerusalem Bible, there is a prelude, which is verses 1 to 6, and a conclusion, which is verses 32 to 35, and in between these two, six groups of verses which are united by a common historical theme. In the Eastern Church tradition, this link to the Old Testament is continued on Easter morning as the priest leads a procession around the church singing Psalm 68, verses 1, 2, and 3, and Psalm 118, 24, accompanied by the ringing of handbells and many repetitions of the resurrection chant, Christ is risen from the dead, trampling down death by death, freeing those in the tomb below. In my former parish, I adapted this tradition for an Easter morning office celebrated around sunrise. The full text of that office is available in pages 103 to 111 in our bookstore publication, Occasional Services for Anglican Worship. In Ephesians 4, 8 to 10, Psalm 68 18 is cited by St. Paul as a reference to the Ascension, and by inference his descent into Hades after his death upon the cross and before his Ascension. This is called the harrowing of Hades, or harrowing of hell, recalled in the Apostles' Creed phrase, he ascended into hell. Eastern church hymns extol the victory of Christ over death using Psalm 68, verse 18a, Thou hast led captivity captive. Some Eastern church interpreters also argue that verse 23, God shall wound the head of his enemies, unquote, is a reference to God's vengeance over the fallen angels. Further evidence of the Christological importance of Psalm 68 can be found in verse 20. He is our God, even the God of whom cometh salvation. God is the Lord by whom we escape death. Christology is the study discipline of seeking appearances of or references to Christ in the Old Testament. In verse 23, thy foot may be dipped in the blood of mine, thine enemies, and the tongues of thy dogs may be read through the same, probably refers to the account in 1 Kings 22:37 of the death of King Ahab and its fulfillment of the prophecy of Isaiah found in 1 Kings 21.19. In St. Gregory of Nyssa's copy of the Septuagint Old Testament, commonly abbreviated to LXX, verse 26 is translated differently. 
Reading, In the Churches Bless the Lord, from the Fountains of Israel. There are two references in verses 8 and 9 to Mount Sinai, where Moses received the commandments from God. There is a special reverence in the Psalter for Mount Sinai and for Mount Zion or Sion with an S or his holy hill or God's hill where the Lord dwelt in the tabernacle. Other similar references occur in Psalm 2 verse 6, Psalm 9 verse 11, 48 verses 2, 10, and 11, Psalm 74 verse 3, 76 verse 2, 78 verse 69, 87 verse 1, 125 verse 1, and finally 133 verse 3. Sion is also used to refer to the Jewish nation. In verse 35, quote, Blessed be God, the psalmist offers yet another blessing by the people toward God for all the benefits described in earlier verses. For more on the early church understanding of several important doctrines and phrases used in this podcast, see Layman's Lexicon and the entries for Angels slash Archangels, Apostles' Creed, Christology, Commandments, Covenant, Hades slash Hell, Incarnation, Lord, Septuagint, Tabernacle, Temple, Vulgate, and Yahweh. The subject of the harrowing of Hades is discussed and illustrated in Chapter 3 of our bookstore publication, Easter, The Resurrection of Our Lord in Scripture, Art, and Christian Tradition, in which there are 13 illustrations from the 10th to the 15th century, including mosaics, frescoes, illuminated books, and stained glass windows. The Descent of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, or Whit Sunday. In the Anglican tradition is discussed and illustrated in two of our bookstore publications, The Acts of the Apostle, in Chapter 2 of our bookstore publication, The Acts of the Apostles, Annotated and Illustrated. For more on the meaning of and uses of the phrases blessed be, blessed are, and blessed is, and other uses of blessed in the Psalms, refer to Part 3, Blessed is the Man, on pages 31 to 62 in our bookstore publication, Christian Spirituality and Anglican Perspective. For a listing of every use of Psalm 68 in the Book of Common Prayer, see the entry for the psalm in the Prayer Book Psalter History Text and Commentary, which also includes in the introduction an explanation of the different classes of psalms and at the back of the book, a glossary of every person, place, or event mentioned in the Psalter. The first lesson for Whit Sunday is Wisdom 1, verses 1 to 7, a lesson on the meaning of, quote, wisdom, unquote. In Christian teaching, Jesus is the embodiment of the wisdom of God the Father. The second lesson is John 4, verses 19 to 26, the conclusion of the evangelist's unique record of Jesus' encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well of Jacob. The event is discussed and illustrated in our bookstore publication, The Gospel of John, Annotated and Illustrated. It is also featured in episode 29 in our Bible study video series, New Testament Gospels, in the context of the I Am sayings, which are unique to the Gospel of John. 
The closing prayer is the first collect for Whitsunday Pentecost, which was adapted by Archbishop Cranmer from the Gelasian Sacramentary for use in the 1549 Book of Common Prayer. O God, who has at this time did reach the hearts of thy faithful people by sending to them the light of thy Holy Spirit, grant us by the same Spirit to have a right judgment in all things and evermore to rejoice in his holy comfort through the merits of Christ Jesus our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the same Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www. Anglican Internet Church dot net